Hey, everybody, Sonia Paz here with the Rockstar Mentor Podcast. We are at episode 12, and this is Fan Mail Friday. Let's get this creative thing going. Welcome to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, the podcast to inspire you and bring the kickstart you need to crush it in the art industry. So join Sonia each week to bring you the art of marketing your creative service or product. You've got questions, we've got answers. It's Fan Mail Friday, and we are here to answer questions to get your weekend started. Now, your creatively energetic host, Sonia Paz. Happy Friday, everyone. It is a beautiful July day out today, and I'm so glad that you've been able to tune in and check us out here for our 12th episode of The Rockstar Mentor. I am your host, Sonia Paz. I am a professional artist, entrepreneur, marketer, and designer, and I have built a brand on my own name and artwork for the last 20 years, and I'm excited to be able to present this podcast to you so you, as an artist, can learn what it took me years to learn, and I'm going to give you the shortcut tips, techniques, style, and the cruising groove in so that you can make your art business a fun reality. I am a just do it style of mentor. I want to get those engines going and enable you to not be hindered and not be stifled by things in the art business. Most importantly, to stop procrastinating. So we're going to move in really quick here and let you know about our sponsor, the Brush Guys, who are everything brushes online. They have everything from paint brushes to cosmetic brushes. If you are online and you need brushes, go to thebrushguys.com. Make sure you put in promo code ROCKSTAR and you will get 5% off of your order. No minimums. Get that, everyone? No minimums. Jeff and Dave have great customer service and they will take care of you. So now we are moving into our question. I'm going to jump into this one right away and let you know that we have received a fantastic question today from Ben from San Francisco, which is right down the street. Well, actually, it's about two hours away from where I am, but San Francisco has an incredible art community and Ben is from San Francisco or he is an artist in San Francisco and he is going to be participating in the fall open studios at Hunter's Point in San Francisco this fall. And his question is, I am a guest artist at my annual city open studio this fall. This is my first time doing this event. What do I need to know to prepare? Well, first of all, thank you, Ben, for your question. And this could not be perfect timing. I'm going to just go through these. these I'm going to give you 10 quick and, quick and easy and quick and dirty tips and ideas for you to make sure that you have what it takes to make sure that you are completely organized and prepared for your event. Well, first of all, we know that artists doing open studios have to create lots of art. And the reason I'm telling you this is great timing because some of this stuff you will need to prepare in time. So the fact that you have asked this question, not only on behalf of yourself, but uh, for other artists to know this is great because before you know it, October or September is going to be upon us and you don't want to be scrambling. Trust me, I know I've done that (laughs) years ago. Wasn't quite sure what I should have had done. This was in the early 2000s, late 90s, whatever. And there was no guide for me. So I'm glad that I have this this knowledge that I can give to you. So on the top of the mark here, 
I'm going to start off with number one. So my question, first of all, is are you doing this as part of a group show or are you independently showcasing your works by yourself? And the reason I'm asking this is because it is a proven fact that group shows get more attendance. Well, not to mention it's more fun, but you get more attendance at those shows because when people are traveling from studio to studio, they want to have that sort of gallery experience. Now, I'm not saying that having a solo show in the studio or in one of the rooms over there at Hunter's Point, or if this is an open studio like Silicon Valley Open Studios, where it may not be at one central location, that it could be citywide and you're going to have to drive from one point to another point to get there. When you have a group show, people, not only do they tend to buy more, they stick around, they want to meet all the artists in that vicinity in that room, in that studio, and it's a treat for them. So if you are doing a group show, well, regardless, whether you're doing a group show or if this is a solo show, these items that I'm going to name off from one to 10 are pertinent to what you're going to be doing and what you need to be successful and be prepared for your first show. So number one, get organized and document Everything that you're going to have in the show, basically have an inventory of the, all the original artwork, or if you're a jeweler, have an inventory of every piece that you are going to be showing, or if it's sculpture, or if it's watercolors, or if you're doing um, mixed media, whatever, whatever the case, make sure that you document each and every piece. You can do that in a Word document, you can do it in a text file, you can do it on a handwritten ledger, whatever it takes to get that inventory in one central place and that you can make a copy of or print copies so that you have a master file and so that you can have a file or an inventory right there for people to see or to have reference when folks are buying things from you. Number two, have items that are in at least three price categories. Let's say a selection under 25, items up to 75, and a criteria of some pieces that are 125 to 150. Now, I'm certainly not saying shortchange yourself, but have something, even if it's in a, in a $50 category or somewhere under 100 depending on what your medium is. If you're a jeweler, obviously you're not going to be selling something for, you know, $25, but you might have maybe a small chain that can go with something, or you might have individual glass beads or something, a, a small something that is in a price point you know, $50, $100 or under $100 that people will be able to purchase something from you and not only take something away, but will have a relationship built where you they can purchase and come back to you again at a later date. Number three, have a portfolio of your work. A portfolio in this day and age can be something as fancy as something on your laptop as a slideshow or a tablet that you have on display that is sort of circulating all the images of things that you've done, showing you in your studio, working at your torch, being, you know, mixing paint, creating your work. It can be as fancy as you want to get it. If you don't have a tablet or a laptop or something like that, then make sure that you have a portfolio by way of a photo album or a photo book that you can set up and show people what you are all about Maybe incorporate your bio into that, have photos of your work, past work, commissions that you've worked on, pieces that you've created for others, 
that gives them a chance to sort of look through and not only see what you have on display at the open studio, but you can show them what you have done in the past. Okay, now we have number four, the guest book. I cannot tell you folks, if you're going to do anything right with an open studio or an exhibit, the guest book is the main component to build your client list. And I'm going to tell you, it does not need to be fancy. Don't try to get something really creative on a tablet where people have to hand enter everything in. Get a notebook, get a nice spiral notebook. And and, and I'm going to go into a whole different podcast about the guest book at a later date. But in short, the guest book, name, address, city, state, zip, email, phone number, and a little area for them to make a comment. That's it. Have them write it down. And as you are engaging with them, make sure that you sort of go through and make sure that their address is correct or their phone number is right. And they're going to list down, they're going to put the information down that they're comfortable with. If you get an email, give it a couple days after the event, send them an email thanking them for coming, whether they purchased something or not. If they put their address down, I always sent a postcard. I sent a thank you postcard, handwritten by me, thanking them for coming to my open studio or my exhibit or whatever. This is step one in making sure that you start building a client list for your own work. And I'm going to tell you again, don't just collect them and put the book away until the next time you have a show. You need to do a lot of follow-up and you need to take this list as gold. I will be doing a whole entire podcast on the fortune of the follow-up as well as your guest book and how this guest book can be your profit center for making your art business a success. All right, number five, have your bio or artist statement posted and available. This is important. I would have never thought in a gazillion years that as many people would have read my bio or artist statement when they came to an artist open studio or an exhibit. People want to read it. They want to know what you're about, who you are, where you're from, what drives you as an artist, what made you create as an artist, when did you start? All of that. Need to just post it, nothing fancy. Maybe pop it in a frame. The most important thing is have it on display, have it near your artwork so people can see it. Number six, identify yourself as the artist. Now, when you go to open studios, there's typically a lot of people there and there are other artists there. Wear a name tag. You're an artist. Create something really fun. You don't need to have, you know, hello, my name is Sonia or hello, my name is Ben or hello, whatever. Make something nice. You're an artist. Maybe create something and put it on a lanyard. Get a fancy lanyard. Identify yourself as the artist that is going to impress your clients and collectors. And they can relate to you and know that, you know, you have identified yourself and that you are approachable. Number seven, business cards. Yes, we have talked about business cards in the past. We have talked about this in a previous episode. And I want to mention that that is critical. Make sure you have a business card with your art on it, your name, and your contact information. Big, giant, critical. Plus, if you have postcards, have some on display with your art on it. You don't need to charge for these. I wouldn't charge for them. I give them away. In fact, when people come and see me, I write notes on the postcard for them so that it's a takeaway. Not only do they have a really cool image of my work, but 
I've kind of written down something that may have been interested in that I can follow up with them later. Number eight, are you all taking credit cards? It's easy to take credit cards now, everyone. This is not the day and age where you have to go spend six, seven, eight hundred dollars or more for a Nova system credit card swiper. We're in a digital age. Most everyone has an iPhone and most everyone has a square or you can get a lot of different kinds of swipers through PayPal or what have you. People are going to spend more money when they know that they can put something on a credit card. So make sure you take credit cards. If you don't and you want to take checks or cash, just make sure that you have enough change in your little till at the show that you can provide change to people. Number nine, have a show list of other events that you're doing. If you have if you have a show maybe coming up a month after or you have another studio show or an exhibit or a gallery exhibit, have little sheets of paper or you can just write them on the back of your postcards of where you're going to be next so that they have an opportunity to see you at another time. Last but not least, we have number 10. And number 10 is the winner. Number 10 is thank you notes. If you are an artist and you've got postcards or you have note cards, use those note cards to send a thank you note. It doesn't have to be big and elaborate. You don't need to write a full page essay on why you're so happy that they came to see you. But just letting them know how much you appreciated them coming to the open studio and how much you appreciate them with the kind things that they've said about your artwork. You would be amazed at how many people enjoy getting something nice in the mail. Do you realize that most people that get stuff in the mail is advertisements and bills? So getting something nice from an artist is not only unexpected, but it's a true treat. I've done it. I've had artists that have sent me thank you notes after seeing their show. And I'll tell you, it's impressive. It's really nice. So don't underestimate the power of a thank you note. So Ben, I hope that you have an amazing open studios this fall. I would love it if you would write back or send me an email with photos of your event, how it went. If you're on Facebook and you want to send me your art page, I would, I'll definitely like it. And I would love to see what you're working on and how, how this all goes for you. And I hope that what I've answered today will not only help you, but will help other artists who are in the same exciting journey of exhibiting their work to the public. Thank you all for tuning in today and listening to me, your host, Sonia Paz with Rockstar Mentor Podcast. We do the fan mail Fridays every Friday just to get your weekend started and to get you excited about creating on a Saturday or Sunday or Friday and would love for you to subscribe. And if you like the podcast and you would like to support us as far as giving us a great review, I won't object. I would love it. And I truly, truly appreciate all the kind things that everyone has done as far as reviews and thumbs up and and everything. So if you would like to be part of our newsletter and be on the front lines of what we're doing with Rockstar Mentor and how I can help you build your art business into more of a success, get you more energized, then please subscribe to our our newsletter via the website at rockstarmentor.com. And also, alongside of what Ben's question was today, there is a basic exhibitor toolkit that I have. If you go to Cool Tools and Freebies, you will see Basic Exhibitor Toolkit. And that is something that I have prepared for you that will help you not only 
rock and roll your art exhibit or show, but it will help you with so many things with your events moving forward. I also have a great mastermind group that's on Facebook that you can sign up through the website as well. And if you're a new artist, then you can certainly benefit from being a picture yourself in a room with artists who have been doing this, who sell their work, who do shows, who get it out there, who are confident in the way that they sell and how they produce themselves as an artist. It's a really great opportunity to be part of this group. Have a great weekend, everyone. I hope that you are staying safe in the sun. It's hot out there. So make sure you're hydrated and the sunscreen is flowing. This is Sonia Paz, your host, Rockstar Mentor, and I wish you all the best. Peace out, everyone.